Okay, here's take two <laughs> of the second episode of Play to Vin, Diesel Dreams. Whatever we called it in episode one, that uh, is null and void. I think it was I Dream of Diesel. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we're back. We're doing, you might have read in the description of the episode that we're talking, The Fast and the Furious. Jacob. You don't know if you've seen it before, but you saw it today. What did you think? I thought it was high intensity, high velocity, high octane. Gotta love those horsepowers. Gotta <laughs> all all nine hundred of them apparently. Is that true? No, wait. How many horses? Did we'll get into How it? How many later. horses on a carriage? About two or four. I yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> So Fast and the Furious, 2001 movie, directed by Rob Cohen from a screenplay written. It's like five guys, like fucking surprisingly. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a movie about an undercover cop. It's it's fucking, uh, what is what's, the, <laughs> what's that a surfing movie with like Keanu? There's a surfing movie. Point Break. It's fucking Point, point Break. Uh, with yeah, cars. it's Point Break. Point it's Break po- with uh, Honda Civics. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Walker plays Brian. He's an undercover cop. He's got to figure out who's been stealing all these DVD players. This, and, and and so he is going into the underground street racing world, and he's gonna figure it out. He's gonna he's gonna put some bad boys in handcuffs. Right off the bat, I just want to talk about why did they assume? Why did the police assume that? It was like underground street racing because of the cars, but they're DVD players. Well, and if, as everyone in the world knows, if you race underground street cars, you're watching DVDs and you're selling DVD players. They also had because the, the movie opens with <laughs> this shot of the trailer full of the stuff they want to steal. And it's small TVs with built in VCR players and DVD players. And if I know anything about people that drive cars, that's what they like. I mean, I certainly drove a car here, and I personally love DVD players. You have a DVD in your car. I do. It's a Blu-ray of Princess Mononoke, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll do their Vin Diesel Princess Mononoke episode. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you're you're joining both worlds. Uh, You kind of are living a Fast and Furious life. You're right. I do sometimes uh, go a little over the speed limit. And have a DVD player. And I have a DVD player. <laughs> so they're <laughs> trying to steal these DVD players. They're doing it successfully. I shouldn't they try. And they they actually did a really good job. They nailed it. it. They steal them every time. And so so Paul Walker has a history. His character, Brian, has a history of stealing cars. So they were like, yeah, I guess you can go drive the car by yourself and take down these crime lords. They do kind of just say like, oh, these guys who are stealing the car or stealing the DVD players have fast cars. So they must be underground street racers. It also does not explain because sort of one of the next shots is uh, our, our hero, Brian, showing up at Toretto Cafe for no reason. I guess he just thinks uh, the lady working behind the counter is attractive. Yeah, because it's a... It's a pretty gross it, diner. Yeah, it's a 
it I if at first I thought it was like an auto body shop because it's Fast and the Furious. Yeah. When I found out it was a diner, I was uh frankly disgusted. Yeah, it looks gross. And there is an auto body shop in there. And our boy Brian, he's going up to Mia Toretto, who we'll find out is Dominic Toretto's sister. Play Dominic Toretto's played by Vin Diesel, our 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 champion. Yeah. And he gets tuna fish with the crust cut off because he's a fucking child. <laughs> Literal and, uh, baby. <laughs> and, you know, it's not a great sandwich. The crew shows up, the team. We got Vince. He's like a real musclehead guy who's a jerk. We got Jesse. He's like a computer man. Uh, a little squirrely fella. Letty. Uh, played by Michelle Rodriguez, who's... She loves cars, man. A lot of people in this movie, as we'll find out, are they love cars. What's her name? Letty? Letty. And I she... thought it was Lady. No, I thought Letty. they were just saying like... Lady really weird the entire time. That everyone had a weird accent only when they said that word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's Letty. She's like, uh, she's Dom's, uh, like... Girlfriend. Yeah, girl. That's a good word. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh they show up. Vince, he's a real hothead. He sees Brian sitting at the counter. He doesn't like it. He's talking to Mia. He clearly likes Mia. She's clearly giving Brian the time of day, so he's mad. He tells Brian, get out of here. He calls him a homophobic slur. Uh, he says no one there likes the tuna, which is probably not the thing to say. I'm not trying to swoon <laughs> the fucking the lady The person who cooked the tuna. Yeah. Well, like, I don't think you cook the tuna sandwich. You don't cook a tuna sandwich? I don't. Oh, maybe I should start. Uh, and then Dom breaks that up. You said a homophobic slur, but it's really like the only one. There's only like one of them. I bet you could come up with some more. But I'm guessing, you know, if you listen to this, you're like, I'm pretty sure I know what he says. Or I'm hoping maybe you've seen the movie. You know, give some love to Vin. Diesel. Yeah, I mean, every movie that we're going to eventually review and have reviewed, aka just pitch black at this point, but they're all great movies, and you should give them the time of day because, yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah, hell yeah, Vin Diesel. (laughs) Vin, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Vin, please. You can call me, 603-309. Seven eight five nine, or you could call me six zero three eight five two. You want to give me your number four five one nine? Yeah, I'm calling Vin out. All right, do, do it again, just so we can definitely get that. All right, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Vin, how you doing? Uh, loved your work. Uh, on Pitch Black. Hope to see you more more in the future. If if you're hearing this, uh, call me six zero three eight five two four five one nine. We'll uh, schedule like maybe like a Zoom call or something, and or you could just fly out here. I know you have the money to do that. But He's got that Fast and Furious money, baby. He's got that Fast and Furious, Chronicles of Riddick, Last Winch Hunter money. So, <laughs> so, so. Vince is beating on Brian. We keep cutting the shots of uh, Vin. With his back turned away from us. We haven't seen his face yet, but, man, is that silhouette hunky. Uh, Mia's like, you got to get out there, Van. You got to fucking cut this shit out. Real man's man of a man. So he runs out. He throws Brian on a car. He pushes Vince. He yells, you embarrass me, to Vince. 
tells the guy to get out of there. Everyone's leaving. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's like pushing him. And then Brian's like, hey, man, he was in my face. And then Vin pulls out this sweet line. He's like, now I'm in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Guess whose face is in what face now, buddy? (laughs) Man, that face sure up in Brian's business. But either way, yeah. Uh, Brian drives off, goes to his work, which is at a auto body parts shop that's like geared towards street racing, which I'm surprised they haven't been shut down. Yeah, because there's just like mad signs for NOS. Yeah. Which, like, I guess, is that legal? Here, we're going to take a quick break uh, for a word from our sponsor. And we're back to Jacob drawing penises. What were we just talking about? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, so... Yeah, he gets kicked out of the... Gets kicked out of the... Restaurant, and he goes back to his place of business, which is... A highly sus- suspicious, oh, yeah, with yeah. The yeah, we you know a very suspect uh, auto body repair shop. Well, so I think the deal is that like um, Harry is suspect, and so that's why uh, they have like he because the cops like go to Harry's and be like, "You're gonna let this dude work here undercover, or you're in trouble." Or whatever. Like that's how they like leverage him to let Brian work there. It's not like he's just like the nicest guy who is also like. Down to help undercover cops. Yeah, I mean, I I just assumed that Harry, like, wasn't in on it, and that this was just part of, like, Brian's deep cover. No, Harry knows. Okay. That, because, and it's kind of, there's, like, a scene where, I guess we'll get to it. There's a scene where Brian's, like, demanding shit from Harry, and it's like, bro, you are new to that job, and, like... You just destroyed your last car. You think you're really going to get a bunch of money. But he gives it to him. So he's, he's definitely in on it. Well, I guess it was kind of weird. Yeah, like... Uh, so yeah, going in chronological order, Brian gets back to Harry's. And Harry's like, do you know who I was just on the phone with? I was on the phone with uh, Dom Toretto, a.k.a. Vin Diesel. Uh, he's also undercover as Dom Toretto. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he wants me to fire you, which is weird. But also, like, yeah, uh, there's that scene when Vince is like, I want to talk about that fight because it wasn't really like fighting. There was like two seconds worth of like punches, but it was mostly just like Vince just wrapping his arms around. Brian. Just getting those hugs in. Yeah, I also noticed like there's kind of like shitty editing work where like they like Vince is on the ground, like on top of Brian on the ground punching him. And then the next And the, like the next cut is like them standing up like trying to wrestle or whatever. You're like, oh that didn't happen that way, but fine. But yeah, um so they're at Harry's. Dom Toretto told Harry to fire him. Harry obviously doesn't because he's in on it. And he knows that he'll probably get into some deep doo-doo if he fires him. Yeah, it's also just, like, so, it's, like, so awkward, too. <laughs> like, Finn, like, calls and it's, like, 
hey, you got to fire Brian. And it, Harry's just like, uh, no. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> so, well, I guess that's the end of that. Uh, sure. Have a good day, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry I asked. We'll get coffee sometimes. <laughs> um, how do we transition from Harry's to the race? Um, because Brian is like, I need two tanks of NOS. Yeah, he's getting that NOS. And then Harry's like, amateurs don't use NOS. I see the way you drive. And Brian's like, please, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just put him in my car. Yeah, so he goes to the race, and we meet uh, Hector. Hector. He's uh, another street racing man. He's, he's pretty nice. Like, I would assume, because he gets to that meetup, and there's just, like, ladies dancing all over the place, and tough guys standing around their cars, and tough ladies standing around their cars, and guys dancing around, too, and everyone's having fun. But my impression of street race culture is that everyone's a jerk, and that's probably on me, and not real. But I would assume that they would be a little more, like, gruff. With Brian, but they were just like, "Hey, man, cool car! <laughs> like, your car's sweet. Can, can I, I see s- under the hood? Oh, you won't let me. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. And we meet Edwin, played by Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Uh, he refers to himself in the third person because he's like, "Hey, man, is that your car?" And Brian's like, "I'm standing next to it," and he's like. Edwin, this and this is Edwin speaking. He says, "Edwin knows a few things, and one of the things Edwin knows is that it's not how you stand next to your car; it's how you race your car." But it's like, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's not really that that's insightful. What we're here <laughs> like, to that's do. why we're here. <laughs> that's the reason we're here. And the race hadn't started yet. It's like, like if you got a pizza and you were just getting ready to eat it, someone's like. It's not how you look at the pizza. It's how you eat it. It's like, I'm fucking trying. Like, you stop talking to me and maybe I can do this goddamn race. You just got here. So Dominic shows up. Dominic Toretto to the race. And he's family man, Dominic Toretto. Yeah, number one family man. Uh, He is talking to some ladies. Letty walks up, makes a hissing noise, and then says she smells skanks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it was less of a hissing noise and more of like a, I'm smelling something. Oh, and what that is, that's never is tracked skanks. for me. I thought she was making like a cat hissing sound. Oh, I don't know. Well, we learn something new every day. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Dom is like, yeah, I'm starting this race, 2K buy-in. And then uh, it's like Edwin, some other guy who doesn't show up again the dude playing the ps2 yeah (laughs) he's playing a racing game in his car and not doing well which feels like foreshadowing yeah he also yeah he sucks at it yeah (laughs) but But yeah they all like they're like betting money and then brian comes in he's like i don't have any money but here's my (laughs) car (laughs) he bets his car and then jesse makes a boxing analogy and says uh, you think you could just get in the match with Ali and never box before? And Brian takes that literally, and it's like, 
this guy knows I can box and points to Vince, but it's like, yeah, but we're talking about driving cars. We're not, we don't literally mean you're going to box Ali right now. Like you, you also like shouldn't try and fight him because he has like half a foot on you and will easily rip your head. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then, well, they're like, Hey, I don't know about betting your car. And then he's like, no, I can fight people. And they're like, all right, fuck it. Bet the car. I don't care. <laughs> it's like immediately just bet the car. <laughs> yeah, they look under his hood and it's like the the whiz kid, whatever his name is. Jesse. Jesse. He's like, wow, there's a lot of cool stuff in here. And then uh, Dom is like, that's a nice way to spend $10,000. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like to how uh, they'll throw in like car jargon. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know if it's real. They're like, oh, look at this 720 Ace Tech's engine with uh, super valves. And I'm just like, yeah, fucking, yeah, let's go, dude. Sick engine. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really nice one. I remember that one fondly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're getting ready to race. Edwin, our boy, is sitting in the car. And a lady walks up to him, grabs his hand, puts it on her breast, and it's like, I don't care what happens, I'm having sex with you later. And he was like, hell yeah. And then she was like, but if you drive your car faster than everybody, that lady over there will have sex with you too. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's just like into it. It's weird. You, I like having seen these movies, it's weird how often that kind of comes into play. Like in the third one, they're racing for a girl, but it's just like. In what world is there just like ladies standing around being like, if someone can drive a car really fast, I'm there. <laughs> That's my only prerequisite. I don't think you've been to enough underground street races. Hey, maybe I should check him out. Women are offering themselves up like prizes left and right. <laughs> is that true, Jacob? I don't know. I haven't yeah, been to any either. <laughs> Allegedly, that's Maybe happening. I'll bring my uh, 96 Lincoln Town car to a street race sometime. <laughs> just... Uh, so after Edwin gets propositioned, it cuts over to Brian, who's just sitting in his car giving himself a pep talk. Just being like, you're going to win. I know you're going to win. You're a winner. Right. I guess I don't know what I would do in the car. I'd be like, holy shit, holy shit, what the fuck? What <laughs> I don't the know if I should have done this. <laughs> I don't even know what these buttons do. What the fuck? Why do I have a bunch of nitrous oxide in my back? Speaking of nitrous oxide, we cut over to Vin, Dom Toretto, He's got nitrous oxide under his seat. A little sneaky nitrous. Which is honestly great placement. I like that. Well, I what I don't understand is like everyone's using NOS, but they're all sneaky about it. It's just like, when are you all just gonna admit to each other that you're using NOS? I don't think you're I don't think it's like a sneaky towards other people. I think it's like I think it's like in case they like get pulled over. At any point in time, by the police, they don't want to people to like see them, especially because like Dom is like a notorious underground street racer, and there's like a point, like the cops know him, so I don't think they want to like pull him. I don't think Dom wants the police to pull him over at any point. Not that he would like totally not just like get into a high speed chase as opposed to getting mm-hmm. pulled over for like a minor traffic violation, <laughs> but like they don't want to. Dom doesn't want to get pulled over and have people see the NOS and be like, you're street racing. You're under arrest. Oh, true. Yeah. 
I guess it's probably more about the the police. Is is not? I sort of said is not illegal. I don't know. But We're gonna have to check in with producer Brian on this one. Brian is uh, Nas illegal? Here, can I get you, get him on mic? I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about, honestly. Like street. <laughs> I thought street. you were talking about like an, there's an energy drink that. Has so the energy drink. It came out because of the popularity of what we're talking about. So it's like nitrous oxide or whatever. And it like makes your car go faster. Are you, but do people call it NOS? NOS. Yeah. And cause it's That's like, what they call it in the movie. Yeah. They don't call it nitrous. Uh, you might find both, but like all the signs say NOS. I don't, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound legal to me. It doesn't seem like it would be like, it, it seems like something you, you shouldn't probably so this is your car. official ruling. Nas is illegal. Nas is illegal. Yep. Okay. I, thank you yep, so much, Brian. Illegal. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. If it's illegal, then they don't want to like just. But then it's like advertised openly in the in Harry's store. He's got signs for it everywhere. I guess yeah. if you're like, oh, I don't sell it. I just think the signs are cool. I don't fucking know. But as Brian has told us, it's illegal. Um, Not to be confused with Brian from Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. Producer Brian is not Paul Walker. Uh, So the race starts, and there's like this weird, unnecessary CGI shot where we go into the engine and out the tailpipe. We like go through the whole car really quickly. Is it unnecessary? Because I think it's fucking awesome. Okay, well. (laughs) I think it's fucking cool. Yeah, now I that mean, you say that, I'm like, damn, I guess it is kind of cool. I mean, I guess, like, if we're going to go down this route, 90% of the stuff I feel like you would say is unnecessary, I would be like, yeah, that's, like, cool as shit. Yeah, I guess it's probably, like, the point of the movie. Like, the whole movie <laughs> is, like, arguably unnecessary and, like, so dope. Yeah. So, <laughs> just moving along here. Uh we're we off get, to the races. Are we going to talk about, like, Jaw Rule's dialogue the entire time during the race? Because he kills it. I, yeah, elaborate. The only thing I remember off the top of my head is when uh, Vin or Paul shoots past him, and he's just like, Monica! Because <laughs> he realizes he's only going to have sex with one woman, I guess. Yeah, I think, at, like, no, at one point he's like, uh... He's like in first, and he's like, "Ha ha, menage a trois," <laughs> yeah. and then like Vin passes him, and then I think also Brian passes him. And he's like, "Monica, no," which <laughs> <laughs> is fucking hilarious. That's really my good. favorite part of the whole race, honestly, is just Jaw Rule's uh dialogue the entire time. Yeah, and so Vin wins. Obviously, you know, Brian seems like he's doing pretty good at first, but then Vince just crushing it. Yeah, he's Brian, the cha- he's the like citywide champ. Yeah, Brian gets uh, two heads strong towards the end. He starts like pulling out all the stops, using all of his nut nitrous oxide, aka NOS. Headstrong to take you on. Headstrong to take you on. Headstrong Why? to take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. And this is not where you belong. That's what Vin Diesel said to Brian when he <laughs> shot past him. You think you're going in the winner's circle? No, sir. This is not where you belong. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Walker fucking loses. He loses the car. But, uh-oh. 
Oh, yeah. No one wants to have sex. It turns out they finished the race, and that girl who's like, hey, Edwin, I'll have sex with you no matter what. He loses, and she's like, I ain't fucking you. And it's like, well, why'd you say you would? And like, I don't know. Also, rude. She, says, she says the N-word. I'm pretty sure. She's like, she's not white, but like, she's not black. Oh, yeah, I can't speak on that. I don't know that woman. We're gonna fucking bulldoze right through that comment. Okay, fine. <laughs> but like, she, I don't know. Yeah, it, it felt weird. I, the whole thing is weird. Um, it's weird to offer yourself up as a sex object if someone drives a car, but then tell them like they're a loser if they didn't win, even though you said I don't care if you win or lose. I don't know. Hey, you change your mind. I guess people change their mind. But Edwin, he is heartbroken. He is so heartbroken. But he does not have a lot of time to think about it because the cops are coming. Oh, my God. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this. In the beginning of the race scene, there's the guy who's, like, on, like, the APB scanner. And he's yeah, just, like, Leon. listening. He's part of their crew. At one point, they're <laughs> like, yeah, we got a murder down on, like, First Street or whatever. Mm. And he's like, guys, there's a murder. It's all good. We, the best news I've gotten all night. This just murder. Like, just, but like, he's just like assuming that like every cop's gonna be there. Yeah. And then when like they're like, so there's like a street racing going down on such and such street. He's like, cops are coming. And then wouldn't you know it, the entire fucking police force shows up in droves to arrest these guys. Yeah, it really is. Like it's like twenty five <laughs> cop cars. But right before I jumped over something, and I apologize, but I, I think it's important. I really like because Vin has like a lot of iconic lines in this movie, like because uh, the race ends the race, and uh, Brian's like, "Almost had you," and Vin's like, "You almost had me. You didn't even have your car." <laughs> uh, and I love that. Yeah. Uh, to suggest that the man never even had his car to begin with because it was always going to be Vince. That, yeah, that's pretty good. I also like the part where it's just like, doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile. It just matters that you won. Yeah, and then Brian tries to be like, well, I was pretty close. And he's like, yeah, but I had the speech earlier about how that doesn't matter. Remember when I was saying that like you got to win like that entire, by an inch or a mile? Like, it, like it's null and void. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. It's um, a moot point you're trying to bring up, Brian. I'll, yeah, I'm going to take your fucking car now, you <laughs> dumb idiot. You don't know how racing works. <laughs> I won. <laughs> <laughs> so the police have showed up. Everyone's scattering. Dom has like his own personal parking garage in town or just finds a parking garage. Yeah, I'm assuming he just finds a parking garage i'm assuming that's not hard wherever they are los angeles they're in the city of angels okay it was filmed in los angeles which you don't really see anymore okay so again like i'm i hate to come back to this but this is just like it's los angeles they have a giant police force what is one murder to the entire los angeles police force honestly it being los angeles i'm surprised there was only the one murder (laughs) <laughs> Those people are dying out there. There might have been like a like a lot more like off screen murders that the guy was hearing, and he's probably just like appalled by like the disaster that the city he lives in is. Yeah, I mean, we see personally see multiple murders happen in this movie alone in broad daylight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, the okay. We'll get to the, <laughs> we'll get to those later. Um, 
So he gets he goes into the parking garage. I always assumed when I was younger that he owned it, but I don't know. I didn't see it. He could own. I didn't see a bank statement or anything. But he gets out, locks the car, and immediately starts walking, which is just like you could just chill in there. Yeah, you could just and just wait for the cops to leave. But he doesn't, and he starts walking, and sure enough, the fuzz. Notice him right away. <laughs> They're like, hey, you fucking stay right there. And hey, then, Dom Toretto, notorious street racer. Yeah. <laughs> Were you at that street race? <laughs> like Please a stop. foot away. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you weren't, stay still. <laughs> you know, he starts running on foot away from a car, which, I mean, a lot of people can't do, but it's Vin Diesel. So he's, he's so just like fast smoking and that so car. so furious that he can outrun a car. Okay. Hey, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had to get one of those in there. Uh, but he's, Brian saves the day. He picks him up in his car and he's driving away and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm. You're, we're friends, right? Can I keep my car?" And Finn's like, "No, you can't keep your fucking car. I'm no, gonna take no, your car. You bet that. That's how gambling works." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like here. It's at this point where we meet uh, Tran. And his gang. Johnny Tran. So Johnny wait. Tran. Oh, well, the only other thing, too, is like, <laughs> Finn, it's like, uh, you seem like you've done this before. And Brian's like, nope. And he's like, you ever stole cars? And he's like, nope. And he's like, you ever gone to jail? And Brian's like, nope. And he's like, what about when you stole cars and drove them in Arizona and went to jail for it? And he's like, fuck. <laughs> How'd like, you know? Yeah. And then Finn's like. You can Google anybody. <laughs> okay, I guess the internet's pretty fucking new to them. Which, I mean, that's not necessarily true. I caught a misdemeanor case like two years ago. I've still been trying to find that online. I can't. Oh, let's do that. We'll do that for the Patreon episode. We'll try and find your fucking misdemeanor charge. All right. um, I just want my I just want my uh, mugshot that they took. Well, they also Googled him. Yeah. And didn't see that he was a cop. The most important of the information... Yeah, I mean, I guess they might have not just been, just not been looking. I, I'm assuming they're like, they just have like horse blinders on. The second they see like, oh, he committed a crime when he was a juvenile. He's good to go. He's clearly not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then our boys, Johnny Tran and what the fuck was that? His cousin's name? I thought it was Wax. Oh, it's Lance. Um. Oh, yeah, Vin Diesel in the car also says, he's like, I've been to jail. I will die before I go back. <laughs> oh, well, this is not great because you're a criminal. That could happen. I'm an undercover cop. This is a weird conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you're making me very uncomfortable right now. You're making ben. me act like I'm going to have to kill you at some point. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to arrest you later. Um, yeah, Johnny Tran shows up with the motorcycle crew. They have Uzis. And a pistol. And a pistol. Never forget the pistol. Yeah, there was that one guy with the pistol. That's how that's how they knew it was a uh, it was uh Johnny Tran and his crew. Vin Diesel. They, they rolled up to his car. The guy with the pistol is like, hey, we're over there. And then Brian's like, what is this? And Vin Diesel's like, it's gonna be a long night, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get to all of Vin Diesel's qu- classic quotable lines in this, but, like, 
just rest assured that like everything that comes out of Vin Diesel's mouth in this movie is a gem. If you subscribe, if you pay $5 and subscribe to the Patreon, we're going to put out an episode of Jacob doing a line-for-line reading of all of Vin Diesel's lines in this movie. I'll do it. I'll hey, do it, too. Let's go, baby. $5 a month? Yeah, for, just, for, for a measly $5 a month, you can get Jacob reading every line from this movie that Vin Diesel says. No, there's gonna, there's not going to be anyone else like reading other characters' lines. No, it's just, it's just, it's just you know. me reading Vin Diesel's lines. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Johnny Tran's got like a, a real uh, hard on for this car. He's like, that's a beautiful machine. That's not a very good Johnny Tran. I'm not going to do a Johnny Tran impression. That's a that's a beautiful. He's kind of just like a dude. He's yeah. He's got the most basic voice. That, that's a beautiful machine. That what? All right. This is my best Johnny Tran. <clears throat> that's a beautiful machine. What do you Thank think? You. I thought it was great. I thought you did a great job Thanks. with it. Yeah, and then he's like, "Who owns it?" And Brian's like, "Not me. I lost it in a bet." Finally admitting his defeat. Yeah. And Vin says. Well, it's not mine because I don't want it yet or something. (laughs) Like, I don't have the title in my hands. Yeah. Even though he's insisted that it's his car several times in the course of Now all of a sudden it it isn't his car, nor is it Brian's car. Oh, I guess it's nobody's car now. That's that's what Johnny Trance, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, somebody put in the wrench work, which is something I say all the time when I'm... (laughs) I don't say that. Oh, you got to say it. It's so much fun. (laughs) I'm like... Hey, uh, uh, someone made a sandwich over here? And so they're like, I don't know who's sandwich. I'm like, hey, somebody put in the wrench work. Gotta be somebody's sandwich. <laughs> and they're like, are you quoting the Fast and the Furious starring Vin Diesel and Paul Walker? No one, <laughs> no one knows what you're quoting when you say that. <laughs> they always know. You know why? It's because it's not a Vin Diesel line. Yeah, yeah. I guess if I was like... You embarrass me. They'd be like, oh my God, the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) 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 Jesus. That's what uh, I hope if I uh, have a kid and I'm ever like, you embarrass me. (laughs) The kid's just like, I love Fast and the Furious. I hope I never, like, show my kid Fast and the Furious, and then I say that, and he's like, oh, my God, I love Dom Toretto and Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he will have seen it on his own, or she, or they, at the age of two. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't see it, but I pointed at him, and then pointed at at his noggin. As if it was, like, a big brain play right there. Johnny Tran's had enough of the baloney. And he blows the car. <laughs> After saying, like, that's a beautiful car. You guys did a great job on this car. Whoever did it blows it up. I, I, I feel like it would be easier to steal it. Or, like, like it's probably more of a crime to intentionally fire, a, like, Uzi at a car, causing it to explode in the middle of a city than it is to just take a car. That's true. But also... Why would they steal it? It's more badass to blow it up. They have their own cars. Okay. I am going to definitely concede that point. It is more badass to blow stuff up. Always. Don't steal. Just blow it up. (laughs) Go into a bank. Blow up their money. 
What do they need that money for? So, yeah, then, you know, they leave. They're like, you guys are wussies. We're out of here. And then Brian's like, what's that guy's problem? <laughs> Everyone's real calm. The car's exploded. Dom yells, Nos! And Nos! Yeah, they run. And they and run and they duck. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, Brian's like, what's what's his fucking problem? And Dominic's just like, I banged his sister. <laughs> oh, all right. It's a deal that went wrong. And also, I slept with his sister. It's like, but the entire time before that, he's like, it's a long story. I'll tell you later. But then immediately tells him the shortest story. Yeah, it clears like, everything up. It's like, yeah, that's all the information I really needed to know. Like, I I would understandably be mad about that too. Um, if I, I had a sister. I'm impressed with your memory, Jacob. I'm looking at notes for the most part, and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I'm just better. I've always said that, too. But Dom's like, hey, man, I guess we're both walking. Do you want to go to my house and have a slumber party? <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah. Instead of Paul Walker, it's Paul walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Get this guy on stage. God, please don't. I have severe anxiety. Get uh, this guy anxiety meds. Ah, sure. Um, so they get to the house, and everyone's just, like, chilling pretty hard. There's a pretty raging party happening at Dom's house, and no one is looking for him, so he's mad. Yeah, they all just sort of, like, ditched him and then went to his house. Yeah, <laughs> it just got drunk there. Um, so they're mad. The only one he's not mad at is Jesse, and Jesse's, like, making out with this lady in the kitchen or some uh, some room, and Dom says, Hey, Einstein, take it upstairs. Can't detail a car with the cover on. Saying he, you should go have sex with that woman. And then he brings her up. She's like, He's right, you know. Can't have, can't have sex with a lady if she's got her clothes on. Uh, listen, I've got my pants on. you got to get me upstairs, my friend, is what oh, she says. Well, Which, okay. Uh, also, my name's Jesse from the movie Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I just, I like Jesse, and I hope nothing happens to him by yeah, the end of this I hope, movie. I hope he makes it out okay and unscathed and better off from this experience yeah i'm sure i mean there's like nine more of these movies he's got to be in the rest of those right yeah so anyway yeah we're at the party um dom toretto walks in tells jesse to go have sex with that lady but upstairs respectfully like the gentleman that dom toretto and jesse are um and then uh brian walks in and vince sees this and He's not, he's not happy. He's, he's like, not. And he's like, why'd you bring the buster here? And then perhaps one of my favorite lines of this whole fucking movie, um, Dom Toretto, Vin Diesel delivers the line, that buster kept me out of handcuffs. Yeah, that is such a fucking good line. <laughs> he spends a lot of this movie yelling at Vince, uh, things about Brian. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they're friends. He just <laughs> seems to disagree with him at, like, every turn. Yeah, he, he gives, yeah, just another amazing line reading of the buster kept me out of handcuffs. And then takes Vince's beer 
And it's like, hey, you want a beer? And Brian's like, yeah. And he's like, you could have any beer in the house as long as it's Corona. Oh, my God. The Corona. Every beer is Corona. The only beer they drink is Corona. The only liquid I think I ever see anyone drinking is, is Corona. Yeah, the only thing they drink are these goddamn Coronas. These fucking Coronas. But he takes Vince's Corona. And it's like, hey, I'm taking your beer. But then goes to Brian's like, you want a beer? And he's like, yeah. He's like, that one's Vince's. Enjoy it. But it's like, <laughs> he like wipes it off with his shirt. But it's like, if I was Brian, I'd be like, can, can I just get like a fresh one? I have to. I got to drink Vince's old one. Like, this is, I mean, I get you're being hospitable, but come but on. Like, please just like give him his beer. But I'll, just, I'll, I'll take a new give beer. Give me a new beer. <laughs> And, like, Vince does this, like, mad motion because he sees Brian, like, go to sip his beer. But it's like, well, I mean, Vince, you could just also get another. There seems to be, like, endless Coronas at this house. The Corona flows like Los Angeles tap in Dom Toretto's domicile. Yeah, it's endless. The domicile. (laughs) We love it. Oh, man. All right, so uh, so yeah, we're at the the, the, the party happened. <laughs> Dude, this podcast fucking rules. I love this so much. Thank you for bringing me on. Thank you for being my co-host. Oh, uh, absolutely. Did we introduce each other? This is I'm talking with Jacob Ford, and I'm talking with Dill Marsh. Hey, we're out of here, baby. And yeah. We got producer Brian on the on the ones and twos. On the ones, yeah, the beeps and the boops and all the buttons and the we love knobs. you. Turn the levers, <laughs> pulling levers and pushing buttons. So yeah, now that's out, now that that's out of the way. This is the point where. Uh, Brian gets more well acquainted with Dom's sister. Mia. Mia. Cause, yeah, cause, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, he's mad at Letty, but then, so he's like talking about like other girls, and Letty's like, you guys better shut the fuck up. And so she's like, why don't you go upstairs? You look tired. You can go up and give me a massage. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And she's like, I said you look tired. Why don't you go give me a massage? <laughs> like that does not seem overly consensual. And so he's like, "Well, hey, okay, massage and, time, I guess." And they go upstairs. Vin leaves Brian to the wolves, which is kind of mean. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, do you want to come hang out at this house? No one else here likes you, and I'm gonna go upstairs." <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you this guy's beer, and this guy also happens to be the guy who, like, this morning was beating the shit out of you. You guys were punching each other in the face hours ago. Uh, Why don't you hang out with him? And people only he knows, and I'm going to leave. I'm going to go upstairs. Everyone thinks you're a cop, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, they're, like... (laughs) Vince and that other guy, Leon, and- Leon, are like trying to get up in his face, and then Mia's like, "Will you guys just like cut the shit, C- cut it out?" And just- they're like, "Whoa, whoa we were just taking you!" And uh, and they go in the kitchen. And what do they do in the kitchen? He gets her a snapple. <laughs> he does get her a snapple. We love branded content in this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, yeah, they just bond somewhere. I think it's just like... Over Snapples and Corona. Hey, that's the Friday night for me, baby. Um, yeah, the party probably ends well. I don't know. All's well that ends well, anyway. Um, but that doesn't matter because uh, Brian tries to hit on Mia, and then Mia's like, I ain't going to do that because you smell like shit, and you should probably go home and take a shower and sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, you need to go home and you sleep. Belly fuck. Get out of my house. Get out of mine and my brother's house. And also, he thinks you're, you're a cop. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's... How old is everyone? I'm assuming, like, mid-20s. I just thought it was interesting that, like, Mia and Dom just, like, live together. Brother and sister style. Yeah, I mean... Is that weird? Do people do that? I wouldn't. I yeah. I just I think that's odd. And the uh, like, who's older? Who's younger? Also, if Vin Diesel's in his twenties, I like I. That's so scary. Imagine if you just saw a jacked twenty-five-year-old, and you're just like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not a cop. It just seems like a bad time. I'm not a cop, man. I swear. Let's see how old Vin Diesel was in this movie. Let's how, make sure we're recording. How old is Dom Toretto in? Fast and Furious number numero uno, sponsored by Corona and Snapple. Snapple. <laughs> uh, I doubt it says what year it takes place in. I'm assuming it's like modern day 2001 Los Angeles. Yeah, we'll call it 2001. And then so we've got the love of my life. Anyway, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Why is he not coming up? How's oh, he's the second one. Vin Diesel. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're trying. I'm gonna. To, I'm gonna edit this out. We're trying to gauge how old Vin Diesel is at the time of this movie, right? Yeah. So what's Brian? You're good at math, right? Or Jacob? Are you? Yeah. Sure. Nineteen. Two thousand one minus nineteen sixty-seven. That's thirty-four. He so he's thirty-four in the movie. Yes. It's younger than I thought. I thought he looks like fucking 40 years old. Yeah, 34. That seems about right for his character. Yeah, I'm cool with him being that age, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that seems that seems right. That's weird to be like 35 years old and live with your sister. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm weird. Maybe 35 is the cutoff. What are their parents doing? Well, his dad's dead. What's the, is the mom dead, too? Maybe he killed her. What? Who did? I don't know. Uh, Dom. Huh. Yeah. He's he's sort of a loose cannon. Yeah, I guess that's that's canon now that Dom killed his mom. Dom killed his mom, and he harbors that guilt to the end of his days. <laughs> All the way to Fast and Furious 11. Um, and beyond. Brian, so back back to the... Story back to the actual content of the movie, yeah. <laughs> Not Wikipedia, <laughs> Diesel's age. Uh, Brian gets picked up by the police, he's getting arrested. We're like, Whoa, 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 not our boy Brian. Wait, when did this movie come out? 2001, yeah. But like, just what day? That. What day? Oh, day of the week? <laughs> Are you serious? Why? What, what was the date? Because it's 2001, it might be the 20th anniversary of Fast and the Furious. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, we missed it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was June 22nd. Shit. Well, that sucks. Yeah. It would have been cool if we had known that. Oh, well, Vin Diesel's birthday is like July 17th something, so he was 33 during the events of this movie, presumably. Wow. This is good info to have, everyone. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tune in. I mean, it is. You know, we're talking Vin Diesel. We're talking about what he's doing, what he's up to. July 18th. I was only one day off. Wait, you... Fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's married to someone named Paloma Jimenez. Okay, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, we did a little reading of the internet, but now we're back on track. That was just to verify his age and who he's married to. Yeah, the people want that kind of content, Brian. They're like, I'm not Googling anything. I'm going to listen to an hour and a half of this podcast to find out how old Vin Diesel was in 2001. (laughs) We have a niche audience, and we love you guys. Okay. So. Yo, yeah, Brian's getting arrested. We're like, what the heck? What the heck's going on? He didn't do anything. He just works for Harry. Yeah, he's like being such a stand-up guy except for his illegal street racing activity. That they don't know about. Aside from that, yeah, he's a real straight and narrow guy. Um, Listen, turns out, freaking guy's a cop. What? Who knew? I didn't. We didn't until up until this point. Nobody would have known. Well, Vince kind of (laughs) does. Yeah, he's he's good at guessing. He he's a great guesser. <laughs> and they're like, uh, "Hey, we gotta find out who's getting all these fucking DVD players, man." We're shit. We're 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 hemorrhaging DVD players down at the auto truck area. Yeah, because someone is driving their cars too fast and they're stealing all my DVD players," said the FBI. And also, police sergeant. Whatever his face is, played by Ted Levine, who is the. You're uh, a real Ted Levine guy, huh? Yeah, because he's the uh, guy from Monk. Hell yeah, dude. I wish I knew other stuff he was in so I could, like, commiserate with you. I think he's in. I don't remember what. But yeah, Ted. Is it Ted Levine or Ted Levine? I don't know. I'm just going to stick with Levine. Yeah, hell yeah, Ted Levine. Shout out to you, baby. You did a great job in this movie. Thank you. Thank you, Ted Levine. Yeah, thank you for being also, in this movie and doing um, your work. If you're listening to this, you probably already heard both of our phone numbers. So if you want to call and verify how you pronounce your last name, I'm open to that. Why don't you come on the podcast and do it, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Face us like oh, a man. Yeah. Face <laughs> us for what you did, Ted. <laughs> come on, Ted. Do it. I dare you. I'm Clarify definitely, some things. I'm honestly not going to edit, 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 edit any of this. I'm just going to post it as this. This is so freeform and off the cuff, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is how we're doing it, baby. Oh um, yeah. He, <laughs> Brian's like, hey, sorry, I got that car all exploded. I think Johnny Tran's kind of a weirdo. Uh, can I have another car? <laughs> They're like, no. But okay, this we talked about this earlier. Dude, people listen to this. I have no fucking clue what we're talking about. So, Brian, when he he gets brought in, because he's when he got arrested, it was a fake arrest so that they could bring him in and talk to him about what's going on with these cars. Yeah. And the DVD is getting stolen. He's like, hey, I don't know. I don't know anything. I need more time to try and figure this out. Like, 
It could be Johnny Tran, maybe though. And the FBI guy's like, it's definitely Johnny Tran. Are you kidding me? He's a nut. And Brian's like, he, I don't know, man. I need another car. So they give him like this piece of shit. Toyota. It looks like a piece of shit. It literally, it they, it looks like they, they could have just given him the car that exploded. <laughs> yeah, and really. he would have had a better time with that. But he brings it, and Vince like, this ain't a junkyard. It's a mechanic shop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he promised that <laughs> uh, earlier in the movie, um, when after the car explodes, uh. Brian promises Vin a 10-second car, which I don't necessarily know what that means. I think it's that the car will go a quarter mile in 10 seconds. Okay. Um, every shot where they're trying, where they're presumably driving a quarter mile is much longer than 10 seconds. But I guess that might just be for dramatic effect. Yeah, it's a car that can drive a quarter mile in 10 seconds. Okay. Good week. Good to know that. Um, so yeah, he promises him a ten second car, and yeah, so he brings in this car. It's like this isn't a junkyard. This is an auto body shop. Where we fix a car. We don't take a dumpy one. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian's like, "Well, look under the hood." And then Jesse gets up in there and just like removes the entire hood. The yeah, whole the whole foot, foot flops off onto the ground. <laughs> And he's like, wow, you got, like, custom twin turbine GFX 427s with nitrous injectors. That's crazy you remembered it word for word. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he said there. But yeah, he's hitting jargon. I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but I'm like, damn, that must be good, right? Yeah, this has got to I don't be- even know if those are car terms he's saying, to be honest. I'm just on board. I mean, how can you not when Jesse's just, like, spitting true facts about stuff we don't know? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jesse. We're going we're to hang out with Jesse in a minute here in the movie. Yeah, because, uh, you know, he, I I presume he just, like, is comes out of this alive, well, breathing. Yeah, well, he's, like, a main character. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's part of the crew. He's part of the team. He's part of the team. Yeah. yeah that's right. Sorry. He's going to be Not fun. a crew. It's a team. So, look, we're going to get this freaking car running. Let's drop $15,000 on it. Uh, put it on my tab. Okay. That's a little out of control, but fine. Um, and then Jesse and Brian have a moment together where Jesse's explaining how he has ADHD and uh, only really likes engines because it calms him down. And it's really, it's an endearing little moment. It's another reminder that Jesse's here to stay. Yeah. He's a mainstay character throughout the entire franchise. And I hope to see more of him. Yeah, well, obviously we're going to see more of them. Of course. It's weird how much we're talking about a character that's clearly going to be in all the other movies. Uh, as if he weren't going to be. It's just because we like him so much. Yeah. You know, and we, we wish him the best on his uh, journey throughout the rest of this franchise. So then we've got... Uh, they're at a cookout. That's fun. I love a cookout. You like cookouts, Jacob? I, I like a cookout, especially when Vin Diesel is in a wife beater just hanging out. What uh what what's your favorite beverage at a at well, a cookout? Obviously, some some sort of alcoholic beverage. Uh, you talking ice cold Coronas? Of course I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. what do we have on the table at the cookout? Only Corona. It's a bunch of Coronas. It's a bunch of Coronas. And uh, Vince shows up. He's wearing a mesh shirt. That's a cool look, I guess. What do you think about mesh shirts? Um, 
I mean, I was not alive for, like, the late 90s, and I wasn't making memories for the early 2000s, but it seems like a thing a lot of people did, so I'm not going to judge them based on that. <laughs> hey, yeah, they're just living their lives. I was a little judgmental when I first saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this shirt? But, uh, you know, hey, fashion's fashion, baby. Yeah, and I don't even really get fashion. I don't understand it all that well. Yeah. So, maybe I'm the fool. I'm completely naked filming this, or recording this. Yeah, Jacob, (laughs) I don't know about fashion, but Jacob just doesn't even wear clothes. Yeah, I don't. That's my favorite thing about you. It's gross. Um, yeah, Vince is, like, being a jerk. It's later in the night, time has passed, they're all in the house, like, watching a movie or something, playing video games, I don't really know. But they tell, they ask Vince to make popcorn, and he comes into the kitchen where we have Mia and, uh, and Brian. Oh, wait, before... Let's go back real quick. Okay. Vince shows up to the cookout, sees that Brian's there, immediately leaves, and then, like, three minutes later comes back. Yeah, they're like, you gotta eat sometime or whatever. Yeah. Then they bust his butt. Yeah, they're like, hey, don't be a dick to this guy who isn't a cop, clearly. Yeah, you're being so weird to him, and he's not even a cop, and you're just, you are you gotta get over yourself, Quit man. Quit busting his chaps. His chaps? <laughs> Quit messing with his pants. <laughs> That's a term, right? Busting chops. his chap, busting his tra- chops. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Quit busting his chaps. Well, it's more. Of, it's more of a phrase than putting in the fucking wrench work. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, if anyone I'm always putting in the wrench work. Baby. If anyone listening to this actively says that all the time, please feel free to call me and like clarify that you are someone who says that. And yeah, then, call Jacob's phone on that one. And give me the names and numbers of other people who might be saying that so that I can also talk to them and get their... Um, and if you're someone who says, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, you can call my phone number. Yeah, I call talk. his phone number for quarter mile. Call my phone number for wrench work. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so we're in the kitchen. Podcast. If anyone's still listening, bless your hearts. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so anyway, we're in the we're in the kitchen. Mia and Brian are in there, and Brian? what? Not even on mic. Sorry, keep going. Okay, Mia and Brian are in there, and they're like shooting the shit or whatever. And Brian's like, "Why don't I take you out on a date?" And Mia's like, "I don't go out with my brother's friends. That's kind of weird." And then Finch comes in. And he's like. What's up, baby girl, or whatever? I don't, I, I, I don't pay attention to what Vince says most of the time. Yeah, it's usually a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, but then Mia's like, "Hey, Vince, what was that restaurant you took me to that one time?" And he's like, "Cha cha chas." <laughs> yeah, it is cha cha chas. Um, and yeah, so he says cha cha chas, which is the funniest part of Vince's whole dialogue here. And Mia's just like, cool. Hey, Brian, why don't you take me there Friday night? Pulls the old switcheroo on him. So, so distasteful and harsh to poor Vince. This is the part This is the part of the movie where I started to sympathize with this character. Yeah, that was like uh, particularly harsh to, to Vince, who, I mean, hasn't been great, but... He didn't really deserve that. <laughs> he didn't deserve. He didn't deserve that cold of a shoulder. But anyways, 
Um, where are we at? Where are we at in this fucking movie? Uh, <laughs> this is where I stopped taking notes. I was really hoping that. Oh uh, shit! Okay. Um, fuck. What happened? Okay, maybe I will be editing this a little. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. Um, I'm gonna read the plot real quick. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think this is where he goes and, like, breaks into Johnny Tran's garage. No, 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 no. He breaks into Hector's garage. Okay, fuck me. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, Race Wars. (laughs) (laughs) An important plot line of this movie. We haven't even touched Race Wars yet. We haven't even gotten to that. But Race Wars is, like, the central unifying race of all of this. And it's... A a master race, if you will. (laughs) It's a master race. Where all of the street racing crews that get together... Um, surprisingly not... Not surprisingly, uh, they're grouped up by race. Um... Yeah, I mean, except for... It's not really by, like, racial, like, it's not, there's no, like, real malicious intent behind it. It's just, like, I guess it's just circumstance. It's sort of like prison rules. Yeah, it does feel that way. I will say, I think it's important to note about this franchise that, sort of with the exception of this movie, it is the most, like, uh, mixed race movie. Uh, like series of movies that you're gonna find, especially like on such a big level, like Paul Walker ends up being like the only white person in most of these movies for a while. Yeah, it's like ninety percent Hispanic or African American. Yeah, it's great and Asian. Too. Let's go, dude. That's what I'm let's, talking about. Let's go. We love our representation. Yeah, get the too many white people in the damn movies these days. Yeah, too many white people in podcasts too. Yeah, uh, let's, let's let's jump on that. Okay, we can cut that out. Anybody can do podcasts. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, race wars. <laughs> race wars. Race uh, wars. So before race wars start, it's like the weeks leading up to race wars. Hector goes into Harry's and he's like, "I need three of each of all of these parts to Brian," and Brian's like, "Huh? He's definitely using this for race wars. I'ma go check it out." But he's also like going to check it out under the guise of like. This guy is probably stealing cars. So I'm going to go investigate that as well. So he breaks into Hector's garage, is like looking at all the stuff that um, he's assuming was like stolen vehicles. And he's looking for like the stolen DVD players and whatnot. And then when he gets out of Hector's garage, Vince hits him over the head with the butt of a shotgun and he drags him out into this weird like back alley place and he's like I knew it you're a cop and then Dom's also there and Dom delivers another great line he's like this is one of those times where you're gonna want to choose what you say very carefully which I thought was great yeah, he comes out of the shadows, which is like a big 
Vin Diesel thing for me that I like when he's like, oh, guess what? I'm here, too. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and look so, who's coming to dinner. So Brian kind of pulls out of his ass that he was like he had broken into the the garage to check to see that the race war stuff. Uh, Vince just keeps saying he's a cop, and Dom is like, "Let's go." This is a weird thing that you're doing. What you have chosen to do here tonight by breaking into a garage and checking out the, you know, the competitions. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's stuff. weird. And you're going to need to come for a ride with us. And so Vince yells at him. But then they just go do the same thing at Johnny Tran's house and break into his garage and start <laughs> yeah. looking at his cars. But then they come to find that Johnny no Tran is a sneaky little weasel. And he doesn't have any engines in his car so that no one can peek at his goods. What is Vin, doesn't Vin Diesel say something like, or they try to run these cars on hopes and dreams? Yeah, he does say that. <laughs> and that cool will be line. in the Patreon exclusive oh, yeah. reading. <laughs> um. So, yeah. They're going to check out the cars. The cars have no engine. Uh, Brian also notices that there's some like DVDs and like DVD player stuff lying around in the... In the garage, which is highly suspect of Johnny Tran, but also, as we already established, people who drive cars love watching DVDs. Yeah, it's classic car car life. Yeah. DVDs. You got a car, you're gonna, you need to watch a DVD. Maybe get a small TV with a built-in VCR. Exactly. Get yourself the uh, double-copy VHS tape version of Titanic. Throw that in. Yeah. It's like only a dollar at any antique store really but, I, probably i mean i should get into vhs's so anyways um yeah they they're peeking around snooping around doing some sneaky stuff and then who shows up johnny tran and his crew they come flying in they and they got f- and the boys have to hide they have to they have to get sneaky with it for some reason um vince while breaking into his, like, biggest rival's, like, hangout, doesn't think to bring a shotgun, but instead brings his, like, little 9mm. Guy's got guns everywhere. Yeah. They're bringing a, they're bringing a Glock to a Uzi fight, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, Johnny Tran shows up with his crew, and they got Harry. They have Harry with them. Is that Harry? I thought they said that guy's name was Ted. I don't know. Like, it's a different guy. Is it a different guy? Yeah, it's just like a different middle-aged white guy. Okay. I don't know. I don't know nothing about... But yeah, Johnny Tran wants to know where his engine's at. Because someone stole Johnny Tran's engine, I guess? I don't really know. It's not clearly explained. He's like, where's my engine? And he's like, there's no engine. He's like, well, this is unacceptable. And then he starts, like... There's no better term for it other than just oil boarding. Yeah, he starts pumping oil, motor oil into the man's mouth. Uh, Lance, who's just the creepiest fucking sociopath, is like, use the 40 weight. And, uh, yeah, they're filling him full of oil, you know? And then uh, Johnny Tran's like, hey, Ted, kiss my boot. And so Ted, just disgraced, covered in oil, climbing on his hands and knees, walk like waddles over to try and kiss Johnny Tran's boot. Whoa, surprise. Kicks him. Right in the the little tum-tum. Yeah, and then he falls down. And that's it. They leave after that. 
They're out of there. So Brian, seeing all this, seeing the uh, assault on poor, poor Ted and the DVD players and DVDs lying around, he goes back to the FBI and police sergeant and is like, listen, I saw this stuff, but like, it's really all you have is circumstantial evidence right now. So like, let's not go after this. I need to build a better case against these guys. And, that, and then that scene ends, I guess. And then after that, I think it's Brian and Mia go on their date. Right? Yeah, they go to Cha-Cha-Cha's. They go to Cha-Cha-Cha's. This is where we learn some really suspect information about uh, Dom and Letty's relationship. Um, so Brian is asking... Mia, like, how did the crew come together? And, like, well, Vince and Dom have been friends since, like, middle school or whatever. Third grade, yeah. Third grade. Um, and Letty, she always had her eyes on Dom. And when she... Because she was a real car kid. Yeah, she was a real car kid. She was always in a car. She always had her eyes on Dom. Hell, even in a car seat from time to time. Yeah. And then... The weirdest line drops. Mia says, "And when Letty turned sixteen, Dom had her eyes had his eyes on Letty." What you're freaked out by that? I'm a little freaked out by that. Yeah. Why? Because that's like I don't know. That seems weird. That seems that seems like a weird thing. Like, oh yeah, when this person turned sixteen. This dude was immediately interested in having sex with Wait, her. Wait, do you think that he was an adult? No, I don't think he was an adult, but he was clearly, like, a number of years older than her. A number? I don't think so. I think they're like the same age. No, they're not. Why did they have to specify 16, then? Because she was just, like, you know, getting old. Like, they became teenagers, and she's becoming an old lady or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Maybe I read into that way, way too much yeah, in the hey, well, direction. You know, uh, we'll do another Patreon episode about why Jacob assumes that people are creeps. Hey, it just sounds like a creepy thing to add in, like specifically, like you, like you specified, like, yeah, this person turned sixteen, and this dude immediately wanted to fuck. How old is Michelle Rodriguez in this movie? <laughs> Maybe you're hitting a nail on the head that I didn't want to believe. Yeah, I mean... I'm going to pause this. Uh, we're going to go to another... Sponsored advertisement. Sponsored advertisement. And we're back in the saddle again. Wow, that was a great advertisement. Whoever sponsored us, be sure to go uh, have whatever <laughs> services uh, provided to you by them. You're going to love it. Uh, also, if you are someone who is trying to get ad space on this widely listened to and beloved podcast loved by Vin Diesel fans and Vin Diesel alike yeah which is everybody on the planet as far as I'm concerned because yeah. you have Vin Diesel fans and then you have Vin Diesel that's everyone that's like everyone so thanks for listening we're halfway through the fucking movie and we've been doing <laughs> this for two hours <laughs> alright so yeah. yeah so um if if they're if if the characters are the ages of the people that are playing them, uh, 
it's kind of suspicious. It's a little suspicious. We're not loving the math that we did earlier, but we're just going to say, hey, probably not weird. Uh, we're not going to draw any concrete conclusions on this, but like... But you can do that for yourself. Just watch the movie and... See how you feel. Watch that date scene, listen to the dialogue, see how you feel personally about it. <laughs> but to us... Eh, 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 mm, huh. <laughs> yeah, so Brian tells the FBI guys that Johnny Tran's got a bunch of DVDs in his garage. And so they're like, all right, I guess we're going to go check it out. They arrest Johnny Tran and Lance. They use SWAT teams. They bust it up. And he gets arrested. Turns out, the DV- that guy just loves DVD players. He bought them all legally. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, so the only thing we can get them on is speeding tickets and other things and they're super mad at brian which makes no sense because earlier on the fbi guy was like it's obviously johnny tran you're being an idiot like clearly it's fucking johnny tran and now he's got all the dvd players obviously him they arrest him like brian you fucking moron why did you tell us it was johnny tran brian was like yeah i I saw this but like i don't have enough information to like build a solid case against him so brian i mean he's working against a lot here. Yeah, he's working against Vince, who thinks he's a cop, because he is a cop. <laughs> and he's working against the cops, because they think he's going AWOL when he's just trying to be a cop. He he can't get it get a word in edgewise, this guy. Yeah. Whole world's against him. But anyways, um... So yeah, they raid Tran's place, and then... They go to race. They go to. They are. They're off to the race. Race wars. Race wars. They're going to race wars, baby. Oh, right before that though, uh, Vin Diesel and fucking Paul Walker like are just out on a date and like race a guy in a Ferrari who's a real jerk. Uh, he they pull up and Branch is like, "Hey, cool car, man. How much does that go for?" And the guy's like, "You can't afford it. It's a Ferrari." And then, uh, then they race. Brian wins the race. Makes Obviously. that guy feel like a real chud. Or we would assume because we never see that guy again. Yeah, and he's got like a lady in the car with him. So, you know, he's he's probably not feeling great after but that. But also, like, I want to go back a little bit more during the raid scene. Because, like, they're doing the raid, but at the same time, it's juxtaposing between... Dom and Letty, like, getting Oh, yeah, just on. getting, like, freaky. <laughs> getting, getting it freaky in the auto body shop. Which is... Uh, it's cool, but it's also really weird. But, like, enough of that. Okay, so they race the Ferrari guy. The Ferrari guy loses because he's just a Ferrari guy. He's not Dom Toretto. He's no Dom Toretto. He's no Brian... I forgot his last name. No. Oh. He, there's a joke made about it earlier by Dom. It was like, that sounds like a serial killer name. Oh, yeah. Brian Earl Spellner or something? Yeah. Spillner? Brian Spillner? Brian O'Connor. Well, yeah, that's his cop name. Oh, it was his fake name. Brian Earl Spillner. Yeah, Brian Earl Spillner. Yeah, that does. does... Sound, it sounds like a serial killer name. Exactly. But, anyways, um, yeah, they're at the. They're at the, like, weird seaside... Yeah, it was like a shrimp. They were eating shrimps together. Yeah, and he's... Dom's like, I got the shrimp. I'll pay for it. 
And then Brian's like, man, whatever you're doing, I want in on. Because, like, you're clearly not... You got a bunch of money and and you don't have a job, really. (laughs) You got a bunch of money you're not doing that by selling groceries and tuning up cars. But, like, also, he is, like, the center point and ringleader of a massive underground street racing community. I think that's, like, enough to pay for cars, right? Yeah, he's like, he's winning, like, six grand a whack per race. Yeah, like, and he also won a car. Like, Brian, you bet your car. Yeah, you think you're the only person that ever lost a car to Dominic Toretto? Like, seriously. It, it makes no sense how he draws the conclusion, like, yeah, the the diner and the auto body shop are the only two businesses he has. And the diner's really le- uh, Mia's. Yeah. It's just called Toretto's, which is a great name for a diner, by the way. Yeah, we should open our own Toretto's diner. We should. So they go to race wars. <laughs> so they, so they're, the the race wars have started. <laughs> yeah, they've offic- race wars have officially started. All of the prospective uh, people are there that are going to do battle and in their cars. In the race war. <laughs> yeah. Um Everyone's chilling. They're having a good time. It looks fun. It's like this Burning Man situation. And everyone's just taking a turn racing. Uh, Letty gets challenged by some dude. They each have $2,000 exactly on their pocket. Yeah, it's weird how they just both have, like, rolls of money in denominations of 2000 It's not weird for Letty because Letty's like, yeah, put 2000 down and I'll race you. And he's like, he's that's like, what I was thinking. <laughs> that's exactly the amount of money I have in this pocket right here. And he's like, oh, you're a girl, so you can't even race right. And she was like, I'm pretty sure I can. I, I, This is what I do. I have this car. Like, It's kind of my thing. So they race. She wins. Of course she does. They rules. Wow. Letty, we love Letty. This guy was a chump. Um, and then... Jesse's like, oh, I'm going to race somebody in a shitty Honda. Turns out it's not a shitty Honda, and that somebody, a little friend of ours named Johnny Tran. Wow. Who'd have guessed? Who'd have thunk? Yeah, and they're like, Jesse, don't race. You're going to bet your dad's car. You're going to bet your dad's pink slip. Your dad's in jail, bro. You can't do that. And he's like, I'm going to win. It's going to be totally fine. They find out it's Johnny Tran. They're like, dude, definitely don't do that. And he's like, nah, I'm going to do it. Loses. Loses the race. Drives away. Johnny Tran, he comes up to Vin Diesel and says, where's your friend going? And Vin Diesel's like, fuck you. And then they start fist fighting. Well, yeah, no, it's like, where's Jesse going? And he's like, "Off off to the car wash, I guess. And then Johnny Tran gets into this whole monologue about like, oh, he was, uh, he had the SWAT team bust down his family house and Yeah, he accuses him. Uh, Vin of being a rat. And that's when the fist fight begins. Vi- Dom Toretto easily, easily gets the upper hand and just, like, squashes him like a bug. And it's oh, great. yeah. He's, like, hitting him a little too much, some might argue. Nah. Nah. Tran's been a piece of shit this entire time. Blew up a car. It wasn't even his. Yeah, I guess he did kind of have it coming. I mean, it it wasn't anyone's car, to be fair, but, like, he still blew it up. Yeah. Uh, so, he beats him up. Uh. That happens, and then it cuts to 
it's like a pretty somber scene, but then immediately it just cuts hard cuts to uh, what I described as a methadone burning man earlier. Oh yeah, and they're just like all dancing. They're just dancing, and like there's cars, and there's fire, and there's weird dudes doing like the hand light things. Yeah, <laughs> like the, on their fingertips or whatever, because it's like the early two thousands, and that's all people do apparently. But this is when uh, Brian realizes that these guys are, in fact, the crew he's been hanging out with. They are the hijackers. Uh, he overhears a conversation um, in a from a trailer, in a trailer like, like, 40 like so feet away. far away. Like it makes no sense. Twenty yards but he, away. He hears easily. it, and so he knows. He tells Mia, like, "Hey, uh, I know what they're doing. I'm a cop." She's like fine with it. She's like, I'm whatever. I still want to. I mean, she's not entirely fine with it, but she's like, it's it's not a make or break situation. It's like whatever. I I mean, yeah, they're doing dangerous stuff. Let's go help them, I guess. And then uh, those guys, you know, the next day they're or maybe that night they're gonna go get the last trailer. They're doing one last big job. Hell yeah. They get they yeah they they load up all their stuff into the unmarked black cars, and they go off and they do the heist. It's nighttime when they do when they take off, but then it's daytime when the heist begins for some reason. Yeah, they're like out of town in like the desert, and uh, Vince, you know they they do their whole routine. They shoot the thing into the window, and Vince jumps into the truck and he steals the truck, but this time. The truck driver is armed and dangerous. He's got a shotgun, and he is firing away on these boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the cord, like the metal cord that they used to like shoot into the truck, gets wrapped around Vince's hand and cuts the shit out of it, and he's like dangling on the side, and the dude's shooting at him. So stressful. And then Letty gets her car shot at. She flips. Uh, what's what's his face? Leon goes to help her, and then Dom gets his tire shot, and he's like out of commission to help Vince, leaving Vince practically stranded. Then, da 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 da, fucking out of nowhere, Brian shows up in his car, and he's here to save the day. At this point, um. Vince has already been shot, like, at least once with the shotgun, and he's also just, like, dangling from a metal wire. So, like, Brian jumps onto the truck, gets him untangled, untied, and then they both jump back into the car, and the day is saved. Well, not quite, because Letty... What happens to Letty again? Letty... She flipped the car, but she's fine. She's 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 okay. Yeah, and so yeah, they this but this is when uh Vin finds out that Brian's a cop because he calls and he's like, uh, this dude is dying, I'm a cop, like come save him. And Dominic Toretto is mad. Very mad. So yeah, they all go their separate ways. Brian is presumably just like Stranded out in the desert. Except he has his car, so... Yeah, he's just driving home. Um, but then we're at uh, Dominic Toretto's house. He's going to take his dad's charger that he 
rebuilt. Him and his dad built it, but he's been too scared to drive it because it's too powerful. It's got all the power in the world. 900 horsepowers. 900 whole horses. And so, uh, but he's going to take it out and he's going to go track down Johnny Tran and he's mad because, well, he's uh, going to, his intention is to go find Jesse before Johnny Tran does. Yeah. Cause Johnny Tran wants to kill Jesse yes. for not giving him a car in a timely fashion. <laughs> not, not, not paying off his debts yeah. in like less than five hours. So <laughs> they're, they're arguing about it, but who shows up lo and behold, Jesse and he's like I'm scared I feel like these guys are going to try and kill me and I don't want to die who shows up next Johnny Tran shoots him dead immediately wait tell me Jesse dies oh yeah I'm sorry Jesse does pass away I don't think we'll be seeing him in any more movies but we were just we were talking about him this whole time yeah really it seemed like he was going to be fine but Johnny Tran kills him he shoots him uh, in the chest with an Uzi and uh, Brian chases him down. He chases Johnny Tran down. He's like, "I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out and once and for all." A pretty hectic chase. Uh, he fucking shoots Johnny Tran, and it's like, "Well, that's the end of that." <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like broad daylight murder. Yeah, <laughs> for this to be a realistic depiction of uh, Los Angeles. I mean, I guess it probably... No, I think that's probably a pretty realistic depiction of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's just um, like a guy in, a, like, a Toyota just, like, shoots a guy off of a motorcycle, gets out of his car, screams for someone to call an ambulance, and then just leaves. <laughs> yeah, and leaves to go then find Vin Diesel and be like, here's the keys to this car, because Vin Diesel smashes the fuck out well, of that charger yeah, immediately. Yeah. He gets up to that... They both pull up to the red light, and Vin Diesel's like... I used to come here with my dad all the time. That rail, that train track. You see, he went there in high school. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It, uh, he used to race there a lot. And that um, there's like a train track. And it's exactly a quarter mile away. And so Dom and Brian, they have one last race together for this movie. And at this point... They're, like, racing against the clock to beat the train before it hits them. Lo and behold, they both make it through the train before it hits them. But while Dom is, like, looking at Brian for some reason, he's probably, like, giving him, like, a like a pass, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. He doesn't notice that there's, like, a semi just, like, parked... Its, it's nose is just it, yeah, shutting it out. out into the lane because uh, these guys you know for the love of driving they're not conscious of the, their surroundings a lot of the time yeah they're very not spatially aware so Dom Toretto absolutely decimates this charger and just like flips it twice and then when Brian gets out to like see if he's alive Dom pulls out another great line he says that is not what I expected to happen. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he's cracking jokes after destroying the car. <laughs> and he gets out of the car. We hear police sirens um, overhead. And Brian, in uh, a display of camaraderie, gives Dom the keys to his car. And he's like, I promised you a 10-second car, didn't I? And then 
Dom takes off, presumably on the run from the authorities for, uh, I don't know, being a part of murder, being, um, no, just for the, for the truck thefts, the truck thefts, uh, which, I mean, Johnny Tran's a murderer. Johnny Tran is a murderer, but like, who's to say that the cops don't think Dom Toretto is the murderer? Well, Brian's going to tell him. Well, yeah. I guess it it would all be cleared up. I do I do think uh, 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 Dominic had to leave though. It makes sense. There's a post credit scene where he's driving and there's a fucking voiceover scene for some reason where he's just like, "I live my life a quarter mile at a time." Hey, okay, right, cool. I Thanks. Um, but yeah, I mean the movie's a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten movie. What's uh? Can we get Brian on mic? Brian, what did you think of this movie? I've never seen any of the. Fast and Furious movies. Based on our description, what did you think of it? Um, I'm not sure that it's for me. I You're think not going to run out and buy the DVD copy? I'm not sure that it's for me. No, I think it sounds like... Uh, I did like Point Break. That was probably the... the it's Point Break with cars, man. Uh, I'll have to check it out, maybe. Hey, that's all we can ask. I, don't know. Just, okay, I the 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 reviews are in. I'm gonna check it out. Maybe. That's <laughs> thank solid, you. So, solid review here. Yeah, thank you so much, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Uh, yeah, and you know, you heard it. You heard it here first. Uh, I'll check it out. Maybe, and that should be your opinion too. Maybe you should check it out. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you do you have any uh, closing statements you want to make about Vin Diesel? Just what an incredible actor. Uh, in such a breakthrough big performance for him. This mo- this movie, the budget... This is the movie that, like, started it all. For Vin- I know he did movies before. This this makes him a blockbuster superstar. Yeah, this is the movie that made him a household name. Yeah. The, I mean, the budget on this film was $38 million. Do you, you want to guess how much it made? I'm going to say, like, $500 million. That's a little steep, but it, made, it did make $207 million on a $38 million budget. Okay, I mean... That's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm I, assuming when the studios look at that, they're saying, "Oh, let's make eleven more of these," and that's exactly what they did. And I guarantee that that number only went up. Like, let's take a look at F nine real quick. How much money did that thing make? Isn't it still in theaters? Uh, yeah, but you know what? There's already a uh, box office number out for it. So a budget of two hundred million dollars. So the budget. Was about what they made on the first one. Guess the box office. I'm gonna say like seven hundred million. Seven hundred and ten point seven million dollars. That's like they can't be stopped. That's like in the rankings for like highest grossing movie of all time. It's not number one. Uh, it's got to be top ten. Probably yeah. You guys know what the highest grossing movie is? It's Endgame. Well, I think adjusted for inflation, it's technically Titanic, but. Avatar? It is yeah. Avatar. No, no, uh, Avengers Endgame. I thought it was... It's Avatar at $2.85 billion, the number one. Avengers Endgame at $2.80 billion. Titanic third, $2.21 billion. Which is crazy. Top three, two of those are Cameron movies. Yeah, like, That really, dude does really not miss. It. I think uh, he would have, like, all the spots. I think he would have one through ten if he just started including Vin Diesel more. He really should just start putting Vin Diesel in some movies. 
You know who else is almost a Terminator? O.J. Simpson. And then James Cameron was like, he doesn't seem like a murderer to me. I don't think we can cast him. Well, I mean... Yeah, that's a true story. He, he really doesn't seem like a murderer. No, because he didn't kill anybody. He didn't kill any. The glove didn't fit, Pickles. But you know which glove did fit? The Fast and the Furious. And the hand that it fit on is mine. We gotta get you a fucking microphone. Um, yeah, I'd love to see OJ in the Fast and Furious movies. I yeah. You know what he would have? So in Too Fast, Too Furious, the bad guy is played by Cole Hauser. I don't know. Do you know Cole Hauser? He's like a stereotypical like redheaded white dude. In the movie, he plays an Argentinian drug lord. I think he could have given that role to OJ. OJ would have fit perfectly into that role. Sort of like a glove. But F9 actually doesn't break top 10. Uh, uh, Fast 7 does, though. Furious 7. How much did that bank? $1.52 billion. Yeah, I mean, Fast 9's probably going to hit that. Yeah, I mean, that might be including like uh, like DVD sales and stuff, too. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to see where this journey takes us. I'm very excited just, just to come along for the ride. Yeah, thank you so much. I'd love to get in the in the, talking about rides. I'd love to get in Dominic Toretto's Charger. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> well, thanks for listening. This has um, been. Uh, well, I we gotta give it uh, ten out of ten. Vin Diesel heads. Just oh yeah, like, I forgot we were ranking these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Vin Diesel heads. Because uh, I'm excited to see where this franchise takes us. All right, but just... I don't think this is the best they've got. I might change it retroactively. I have not seen all of the Vin Diesel Fast movies, but I might retroactively change it. But for the like the high-octane, pure, just like masculine energy that this gives off, it's it's a 10 out of 10. I, like, you know what you're getting into. It's a movie about cars and people driving cars. And yeah, exa- it delivers. That, it 100% delivers on what it's saying it's going to get. If you don't like cars and people who drive cars, which, why would you not like that? Um, Maybe they don't know Vin Diesel's in the movie, I guess? Yeah. There's some reason I could think of that they wouldn't want to watch this. But yeah, um, for car lovers and car haters alike, go see this movie. Go get HBO Max or... Whatever. Buy a steelbook of it. Buy a steelbook of it. I think it's in the Criterion collection, too. Is it? No. Oh. It should be. <laughs> it should this be. This is the start of me rallying to get every Vin Diesel movie in the <laughs> Criterion collection. And don't forget, Vin, give us a call. We want to hang out. That, again, that number is 603-852-4519. And mine is 603-309-7859. And if you like to say, I live my life a quarter mile at a time... Give me a call. And if you like to say someone here put in the wrench work, <laughs> give me a call. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, with our next one, let's, should we, what are we doing? <laughs> we'll figure this out and I'll post I'll, I'll make a Twitter for this friggin' thing. And I'll Hell post it yeah. on there. Follow us on the Twitter that we'll eventually make. We'll, we'll, we'll send you guys a link. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. I'm going to email them I- links individually. Let's email Vin Diesel a link to the Twitter. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Bye. Bye.